Welcome to Get Spiritually Fit with Evangelist Michaela Fate. In this show, I am going to help you to build strong spiritual muscles. We are going to get real and talk about real life situations that we go through, but how to not only go through, how to grow through. It's time to get spiritually, to get spiritually, to get spiritually, to get spiritually. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Get Spiritually Fit with Evangelist Michaela Fate. Thank you so much for joining me for today's show today. I am so excited about today's show. I mean, I know I always say that, but I mean, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I just get so excited. I cannot help myself. Jesus is absolutely incredible. And he fills us with such joy. And so I'm so excited about today's show. And I want you all to know that this is part one um, of supporting single mothers, the raffle event. So I want you to stick around to the very end of the show to hear more about that because I mean, it's just so exciting and so amazing what God is doing in this raffle. But I have a very special guest today, and I'm excited to announce this guest to you all today. She is a good friend of my husband and I's, and we just love her. She has the sweetest spirit. She's a home designer. She also has a business that she does with her with someone very special, and I'm going to talk about that in the show today. I'm not going to give it away right now, um, but she also was a single mother. And so that is why this word is so powerful today, because today we're going to be, she's going to be giving a word to empower single mothers out there. Amen. And it's so important that we empower single mothers and encourage single mothers because so many people are going through so many things, but especially single mothers, we want to provide them with as much support as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So my guest is such a special guest, such a pure and lovely and sweet and gentle mm -hmm. and anointed, hallelujah, spirit. Amen. So to God. my guest on the show today is Miss Sarah Harper. Hello, Miss Sarah. Hello, how are you? Oh, I am blessed and highly favored, beautiful. How are you? Blessed and highly favored. Hey, hallelujah. That's exactly <laughs> what we are. Amen. <laughs> Thank you for uh, coming to Spiritual, for joining me on Get Spiritually Fit today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. It's an honor. It's just, I'm so humbled to be in this platform. Thank you. Hallelujah. God, well, you know what? I'll have to tell you, and Sarah knows this, God chose you. God chose you, and I was obedient because I knew you, and my, my husband and I know you, but we also know that you have an anointing um, on you, you know, you have an anointing on your life. You are, you're called by God. And I truly, because I love the Lord so much, I love when other people love the Lord. You know, when you could just tell. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, because then you, it puts everybody on the same playing field. And like, we understand each other. We don't have to try to figure it out. We get it. Absolutely. <laughs> I love what people love Jesus. Just yes. your genuine, just love for the Lord because he's just everything to me. And I know that he's everything to you. And that Absolutely. means a lot to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it means a lot to me. It's, it means when you go through this journey, you have to have that relationship with the Lord. Yes. Because that's who you can depend on. And that's what I've taught my, my daughter is to depend. When mommy can't be here, who's there 24 seven? Jesus. Jesus. So it develops, it, it seals that, that relationship with the Lord. So it's Listen, I already feel the Holy Spirit all over me right now. So I already know. That, oh, hallelujah. Listen, we will get to tell, there won't be any get spiritually, you know, to actually go out because we'll be shouting, dancing, um, and just giving the Lord glory. But we love him and he loves to be glorified. And thank you, Jesus. We love to glorify yes. you, Lord. Yes, Lord. So let's go ahead and invite the Holy Spirit in because uh, that's what we do on Get Spiritually Fit is we invite the Holy Spirit in to just take over the show. Amen. There. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory and honor that is truly due your holy and matchless name, Father. Father God, I love you with my whole heart, oh God. You are the lover of my soul. You're the lover of Sarah's soul. And Father God, we worship you and we bless your holy name. In the spirit and in truth, oh God, we come to you, oh God, to your throne of grace, oh God, to be used, to be vehicles, to be vessels, oh God, to be poured into by the almighty God. You have poured your love into our hearts, oh God. And now we ask that you will pour it out in this show, oh God. I just ask that you will breathe new life into every person listening, every single mother. Just breathe out a word from Sarah and I that's going to empower the single mothers out there to keep going, to be filled with hope, to be filled with confidence in knowing that our God is always in control. Hallelujah. And Father God, I just ask that you will just give us a fresh anointing, oh God, and just saturate this show in that anointing, oh God, and just let every every listener, just give them an ear to hear the words of the almighty God concerning them, concerning their children and concerning their future, oh God, and just empower them and let them leave this show enriched and let their lives be enhanced by the word and the power that proceeds out of your spirit, oh God, being breathed out through us. We claim that it is done right now in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Okay, Sarah. So this show mm -hmm. is all to empower the single moms out there. Amen. 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 Our sisters that yes. are striving, fighting to work, go to school, take care of their children yeah. and yeah. take care of their homes and to serve God. I mean, we just want to honor we just want to honor them today as, as I honor you today in this show for being a single mom who's been through so much, but you, through the grace of the almighty God, right. have made it 
to the other side and done some incredible things in the process. So I want you to talk about this. I want you to tell me a bit of your story. Yeah, sure. Well, my background, I'm from, um, I was born in Montreal, Canada, from immigrant parents that came from Haiti. So basically, they were giving both opportunities to come to, the, to Canada in the, in the 70s. And, um, and at the time, because it's new climate, completely cold, freezing cold with snow, <laughs> and, um, and uh, not understanding the culture they, they, they got themselves involved in. Um, so my parents were mostly based on the clicked Haitian culture in Canada. So they had, they, uh, I grew up Catholic. So all the parties and everything, associations, communions, whatnot, was all in the, in the clique. So that's how my parents met. And then I was born when they got married. So um, the reason why my story is a little bit interesting, because it, it has different facets of it, uh, spiritually and also um, physically and emotionally. Um, again, like I said, I come from a, a, a Haitian family, um, which is very strict and structured. Yes. In terms of culture, in terms of education, and we didn't have a voice. Wow. So your parents say, A, you do A. So I had to kind of explain in terms of, because I didn't grow up an African-American, so it was completely, uh, certain people lived that lifestyle, or had this type of experiences, but for myself, it was very strict. Whatever your father, your mother says, that's what it is. You cannot question it. You cannot um, rebuke it. You cannot, so you are just literally following orders and depending on your parents for making decisions for you. So your, uh, my career, I was supposed to be a lawyer. <laughs> that was already set. This is what you're gonna become. So that's where I came from. Um, and I had loving parents, loving parents. Yes. Um, my, um, I don't know if you want me to skip to when I met the Lord, because I, I grew up Catholic. Yes. Um, so um, by the time I was, what, um, 19, I met my boyfriend. <laughs> okay. I met my boyfriend. And... Interestingly, I was very, in my teenage year, very suicidal, Yes. very depressed because I was so oppressed. Wow. But not knowing why I was oppressed, not understanding, thinking that's the way it is. Like, I didn't even know it was depression. I didn't even know anything like that because they didn't, the way that social media expresses everything, I didn't have that in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, you didn't have that outlet. No, no. So for you to do this show is amazing. I was like, where were you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> exactly. So we didn't have, I didn't have any resources. Yes. So, and I didn't know the Lord. So I just wandered the best way that I could in my own little world. Wow. And, and didn't have anybody to speak to and express what I was feeling anger, sadness, depression. I didn't have that. So I had my best friend, but we were both at the same, same culture base. She was a bit more vocal than I was, but that's, that's how we grew up. So um, 
I remember at the age of 18, that was my first cry to the Lord. It's so interesting because how would I know this? Because I was Catholic. We went to church one hour every Sunday, some Sundays, and that's all I knew. They give you this little booklet. You follow the booklet to the, the, um, to the service, and then you go home. So how do you know to cry out to God? Wow. And I remember I was at a verge, I was 18 years old, and my life was constantly attack after attack after attack. Every year I expected something wrong was going to happen to me. That's how accustomed I was to it. Wow. So, and I looked up to the sky and said, God, I don't know why I'm on this earth, but if you don't figure it out or if you don't show me, by the end of this year, I'm committing suicide. Wow. And then this is when my husband at the time, my ex-husband, that's when he showed up in my life. Wow. Like maybe a month or two after that. It's like God kind of orchestrated things. Um, I think um, him as well, he, his background was more Jehovah Witness. So mine was Catholic, so we both had no relationship. Wow. With Thank you, so Jesus, for your delivery power. Amen. So, okay, so imagine which path this was going. <laughs> so, but the Lord had to do something and end up giving me this most beautiful child, yes. um, Jessica. She, he, she is beautiful. Yes, yes. And um, so in that relationship, the suicidal thoughts did not go. It was still there, but she was keeping me yes. grounded. So the Lord knew that. He knew wow. my heart for my child and kept me grounded. Wow. And, and, and through this journey, after him and I separated, that's when the Lord came into my life. Wow. And the way he came in, was and the reason why I feel in my spirit that I need to share because my story is not a typical story. Um, he he used a medium, a psychic, mm-hmm. to wow. lead me to the Lord. This psychic loved the Lord so much. She'll talk about Jesus twenty four seven, which was very impressive. But she told me, I had a dream about you. And I saw light all around you. Wow. You know, Jesus' love is so good. I was like, okay, what, whatever, you know? Okay. So one Sunday morning, I think that Sunday morning, I heard a voice say, get up. You're going to church today. And I said, who's going to church? I ain't going to church. It's cold outside. I got to take two buses to get to a church. So I kind of turned around. And then I heard again, get up, you're going to church today. And I was like, huh, what's, turn around. I was like, whatever. And then my daughter walks in at the time, she was three years old. She walks in the room and she says, mommy, aren't we going to church today? And I was like, I looked at her like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I guess we are now. And that was the day that I accepted the Lord. Hallelujah. He spoke through your child. He spoke through my child. He spoke through my child. He does that. 
Yes, he does. Yes, yes, he does. Many times, even though sometimes we don't want to listen. We go, shh, be quiet. But God, and I want to encourage somebody right yeah. there because God will use whatever avenue and whatever source or resource he can to yes. get through to you. To you. Yes, yes. And he will use the familiar. That's what he will use. Amen. Because every, if anyone would have come to me on the street and tried to preach it, I was like, oh, <laughs> get out of my way. <laughs> That's right. You know? right. So, and, um, and the reason being, because I was already in so much sin yeah. already and felt guilty and condemned and everything. So I couldn't hear anyone come, coming and talk to me about Jesus because I didn't feel worthy. Wow. Receive him. Now I want you to stay right there because that's powerful because mm -hmm. there's so many women out there and so many single mothers out there mm -hmm. that God, even this is by divine appointment. Mm -hmm. Even this has been divinely placed in their path to intercept whatever it is going on in their hearts and minds. And I want everybody to receive what Sarah just said, because that is what God is doing for you right now. Amen. Because there's so many women that feel like I'm in sin. I've been here for a long time. And I don't feel worthy of God's love. I don't feel worthy. I don't feel like God could really forgive me because a lot of times the hardest person to forgive is yourself. Right. Amen. So that spirit of unworthiness, and mm -hmm. I've been talking about this for quite some time because I know that this is God doing this. Mm -hmm. Because that spirit of unworthiness, I'm declaring and I'm decreeing that that is being lifted off of every person listening. Amen. And all the single mothers that are in that place saying to themselves, I'm guilty. Mm -hmm. I'm ashamed. I feel condemned. Mm -hmm. A lot of times the enemy uses guilt when it comes to our children. Mm -hmm. Yes. You feel like you haven't been a good mother. You yes. haven't done all you could. Why, why am I a single mother? Um, what's Fine. wrong with me? You don't feel loved. You don't feel, you feel unworthy. So what you're talking and what you're speaking to, Sarah, is so powerful because there's so many single mothers that are going to be listening and they're right where you were. Right. Right. Exactly. And and the thing is, is that, and then you, you don't have a voice. So who are you going to speak to? You're already ashamed. You feel shunned by everybody. So who are you going to talk to? Yeah. So, so this journey with the Lord was mine alone. Him and I, I didn't attend any church after that. It was me and my walk with him wow. the entire time until he started teaching me a little bit more. And I got introduced to other preachers online at the, at, on TV. Yes. So that's how I grew basically yes. my relationship with God. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about some of the challenges. Now you as a single mom, no, and I can't mm -hmm. even imagine and that's why this, what, what I'm doing, and this is all God, I give him all glory, but what I'm doing in this supporting single mothers raffle is so important mm -hmm. because I can't even imagine, I know that it's hard with two parents to raise children, right? Right. But I can't be, I can't imagine being alone in that. Now, 
what I want you to talk about is some of the challenges. So what are some of the greatest challenges that you can remember mm -hmm. and have had even in the early years right. uh, with your daughter that you can share that may someone else may connect with right. some of what you've gone through? Um, <clears throat> first and foremost, love was an issue. Mm because it was not something that was introduced in my family. We didn't say, I love you. Wow. So the first experience, the first major challenge was between a child and a mother. I knew I loved my child, but I didn't say I love you. Wow. And I remembered, and still not a Christian at the time, it's like, it's, it's like my soul, my spirit knew to communicate with God. Yes. And one day, because she would follow me everywhere I would go. Like, mommy, 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 mommy. I'm like, okay, can I have a break for a second, please? Can you just sit right there? I, so I would close the bathroom door. I was like, stay there. <laughs> Don't move. I would close the door. And I would hear her behind the door and sliding down and sitting on the floor, waiting for mommy to get out of the bathroom. Wow. And then one day, she came and tried to hug me, and I kind of pushed her away. Wow. And she was only two, like one and a half or two. Wow. And I saw her heart sink. I literally saw her heart sink. Her countenance fell. Right. And then I said, oh, my God. I said, God. I looked at her and said, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I said, God, I don't know how to be a mom. Yeah. I don't have a, a father figure for her the way I didn't have mine. Because my parents got divorced when I was eight. Wow. So my mom was a single mom yeah. from the time I was eight till now. And um, I said, I need your help to help me parent her because I don't know what to do. I don't know how to show love. So I recognized that there was something wrong. Yes. And that moment, God has been walking with me. Every area that I felt I would felt short, I will call out back to him. Oh my gosh, how do I do this? How do I do that? I, like, I need to change that. This is wrong. To help because I didn't my heart was was really um pressed on to make sure that she didn't have the life that i had yes that's that's really what it was um and then you have the finances nope. so now there's no father figure and i'm working two jobs <laughs> wow and daycare was expensive trying to find the right daycare and i was at the time i was living in new york so daycare was like $500 a month. Wow. And then you're making like $10 an hour. Wow. So it's like, oh my God. So the stress, and especially New York is a great city. But for me, I, I felt that it was not a great city as a single mom to raise a child because you become so tough and angry and, and, and trying to survive. And, and which, what created my daughter to deal with our own problems because mm. mommy was available but not available wow because mommy was a robot gotta get up gotta go to work you gotta go to school da -da, daycare whatever and i have to go to work and come back from work and da -da -da, pick you up let's do homework and cook and like it was like ongoing and ongoing and, on, and she's like wow and wow. so she even if she wanted to share the pain that her parents are no longer together she can do that because mommy was not available for her to express herself. 
Wow. I want to talk about something because you said so much. Wow. When you talk about love, I think a lot, a lot of parents in general struggle with that. But I really think that single mothers, because there may be more of a balance there with a mother and a father. Because if they're not getting that love here, they can get, you know, there's a, there could be a balance there. Right. When you have a single parent, I think that so many single women and so many single mothers get filled with that guilt and shame because they say, I'm not giving my child enough of this or that. And then they take it on to themselves and they feel, they get filled with guilt and shame. But I love what you said, Sarah because you said something that is the key, mm -hmm. that is the absolute key, it's absolutely vital, it's absolutely vital to have this. And that is, you went to God about what you didn't have. Right. God, I don't know how to be a mother. You see how you went to God, God filled you. Mm -hmm. And I was not a Christian. Well, amen. Well, amen. And that's a whole nut. And that's a whole nother thing to talk about. Right. You know, God will still bless you. He'll still keep you and he will still help you because see, eventually you did become one. Yes. Yes. But you God will lead us. He'll lead us and he'll guide us and he'll shepherd us. Even when we're in a place of a, another religion, mm -hmm. Our minds are all over the place. We have all of these different things and, and our priorities may be out of order, but what I want every single mother to be encouraged and empowered by is what you're saying. You didn't just stay there and say, well, I don't know how to be a mother or I don't know this, so whatever. Or you didn't mm -hmm. find your own way. You went to God mm -hmm. and said, God, I don't know, but right. you do. Exactly. And you were willing. And from there, see, God will use us in that place of humility and in that place of crying out in that dependency to say, I don't have it figured out, but I know the one who does. And so I'm going to go to my God because my God, he knows all things. And when you did that, there was a shift. There was a change exactly. in you and in your daughter. Exactly. Powerful, Sarah. Exactly. And I know for sure that that call, the cry, the cry to God changed a whole life. When I look at her now, I'm like, wow, what if I didn't make that call? I didn't cry out to him. Yeah. You know what? I love that because that was the turning point in your life. Right, right. That was, I would not be sitting here with Sarah Harper today <laughs> if it had not been for your faith. And so I want you to talk about that because you've already spoken to it, but I want you to talk about how essential is it to be connected to God and have that faith as, as a believer, as a person in general, but as a single mother. Mm -hmm. Um faith is essential without it i don't even i don't even have words to say what happens without it 
faith allowed me to keep my focus on him and not my circumstances. Amen. Faith allowed me to, whatever pain I was feeling, I knew who to cry out to. So he could, I would tell him, just come, just come, just come and, and, and sit in my heart. Just, just, just make me okay. Because, because my daughter would witness the crying and, and it's not that I didn't try to go into other relationships and it did not work because I'm, I'm by myself trying to figure out where, what is going on. So she's seen the pain and everything else and me falling apart and, and seeing God putting me back together. Yes. And that takes faith. And above all, faith in the journey. Because as I'm learning about God, he's taking me a whole new path that my family couldn't understand because I moved a lot and I moved when God told me to move and they couldn't get that. They're like, why are you moving like this? Why is it? I was like, I don't know. I just know that's what I'm supposed to do right now. And people did not understand God's strategy, but see God's strategy brought me here. All this moving around was preparing from where God is taking me next. They couldn't understand that. So I had to have faith enough and say, Lord, I'm looking at you. My family thinks I'm crazy. People think my friends think I'm crazy, but I'm trusting you as I'm raising this child. Yes. And one of the biggest challenges where it took faith, and I'll explain, when uh, we decided to move back to Canada, because I noticed that Jessica had a void and the void was her father. Wow. And at that time she was about, probably nine years old, eight, nine years old. I said, okay, I need to move back to Canada so she can build that relationship with her father because she had an, um, an idea of the, her father. What happens with children? I'll explain this. Young children, the missing parent is like a king in their hearts. Yes. So their view, they may be mad with you, and say, well, you're the reason why my daddy left, or you're the reason why my mommy left, but don't understand all the components Absolutely. that happened. And what I did for her, I made sure that I never spoke ill of her father. I want you to stay right there for one second. Hold your thought, because yes. I need to extend on that. That's mm -hmm. huge. Mm -hmm. I want to encourage single parents out there to do exactly what Sarah has just said. I know it's hard. I don't claim to know everything about it. I don't. But I know that there, the power of life and death lies in the tongue. Yes. And we have to be very, very careful with mm -hmm. the things that we are saying about the mother or father of our children. Mm -hmm. Our children are going to hold that. They're going to carry that. Mm -hmm. They're going to believe that. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be very careful with our words, Sarah. That's powerful. And I'm happy. I'm so happy that you brought that up. I'm sorry, love, continue. No, 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 that's okay. Because I had that experience with my mom. Wow. Your dad, your dad, your dad, your dad. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this with my child. I didn't, sometimes I probably slept, slipped like one or twice because I got, I got fed up at this point. Oh. That's normal. But I came back because I said, she has to realize who her father is. It's not up to me to give him an identity because the identity I want to give him is with anger and disappointments and all the things that I expected that didn't happen. So 
But later on, when you realize the same way as a mother, you are broken. Mm. As a father, he is broken. So I had to, so I made sure that she didn't know that. So we moved to Canada and she got to see the dynamics and she's like, oh, so that's my father. Like, okay. So now it brings her back to reality and say, okay, I get it now. Yes. My parents are human. Yes. <laughs> I love both of my parents. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. And so she encountered a, a challenge because we were in the States for so long. Um, where we stayed, it required for her to speak, go to French school, which was really challenging for her. And they had already held her back and they were trying to held her back more again. Yes. Uh, by the time she graduated sixth grade. And I was like, you know what? It's over. We're going back to the States. She deserves better. My daughter is smart. I fought against that. So I had everybody coming against me. Family, um, ex-husband, wow. all you want to take her back and all that stuff. And by faith, I moved. God said, move. You go back. He gave me strategies. He goes, this is what you're going to do. By faith, Hallelujah. I moved. Today, I have um, honored dean uh, students going to university. Jesus. High standard. Hallelujah, God. Powerful young lady on her own business. It's like wow. God is doing magnificent things in her life. If I had disobeyed. Come on. Come if I had on. disobeyed, she would be oppressed. Mm oppressed because when we move back god put stuff in alignment for us to be set free to be delivered to like he put things in motion sometimes we don't understand why we have to do something why god chose a certain path but there's a plan ahead and i want to say to single moms if you know you have that relationship with god if you know that you made a good decision the right decision stick to your decision it will show up 10 years from now. And we're like, wow, I'm so glad. Because now I get that now. My uncles will come to me and go, so what if you didn't go? What if you had stayed? Look at her now. She's, she's blooming. She's a flower. She, what if wow. you had stayed? Wow. See, that's so powerful. Because what I hear you say, what I hear you saying is through it all, mm-hmm. we have to trust in the Lord. We have to lean not on our own understanding. Exactly. In all of our ways, we have to acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one that's going to direct our path because he's the only one who knows it because knows. he chose it. Amen. I love that because so many times i believe as single mothers what probably happens is you teeter on what did i do right and what should i do because like you said you have all those outside voices well don't do this you're doing this wrong don't do that but what you did is you trusted god you said god told me this yeah i know it he's already when god gives you something he gives you that peace covering he confirms it he gives you those strategies that's God. You said, I'm going because God said to go. Yes. You yes. would not be here today without that. No, no. 
and all the blessings that came after, I wouldn't, I would have missed it. That's okay. <laughs> missed it. And I want to encourage every single mother out there, just like what Sarah is saying, don't miss it. Mm -mm. Don't miss your breakthrough. Don't miss your healing. Don't miss your blessing by listening to all of the outside voices and not obeying God. I Listen, I know that there is a blessing on the other side of obedience. Amen. Amen. Here we are today. Both yes. of us yes. are here Amen. today because of our faith in God. Yes. His grace and his mercy in our obedience. Yes. Because we got to remember it's a temporary situation. Amen. God has a lifetime solution. He already knows. I like the an analogy is that when God looks at our lives and our, our path, he see it straight. But we see mount when we walk on our path from where we are, we see mountains and valleys and, and we're thinking, oh my God. <laughs> and he's thinking, you're gonna be all right. Just keep walking. <laughs> Just follow my way. You'll be fine. Don't wander off. It's going to be all right. <laughs> That's so good because the Bible says that he leads us beside the quiet streams. But so many times we feel like we're being led through, you know, the, we feel like we're being led, you know, just through treacherous waters. Meanwhile, the streams have been quiet and have always been quiet in the sight of God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I want, to, I want to talk about where you are now because yes, your life has changed so much. I, yeah. I didn't announce this in the beginning of the show because I wanted to wait. Right. Sarah, our Miss Sarah Harper has gotten married. Yes, I did. Amen. Oh, girl. <laughs> Still all God. That's why I was talking about the obedience. Yes. If I had missed and listened, I would have missed where I am right now. Amen. And um, again, with obedience. Um, and my husband's obedience too, because when um, <laughs> I remember complaining to the Lord, I said, how long do I have to wait? And how long this? And don't you see me? Don't you? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, really? After everything we've been through, and Lord God, I'm still alone. And I'm still. Da, 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 da. Didn't, I, didn't I not please you? Did I? Yeah. All of these conversations happens. And I was yeah. like, that's it. I choose not to believe in you anymore because this thing is not working. Went through it after okay. 10 years and went through it. Yes. And, yeah. and then you know. When you build that trust and faith with God, yes. then you know you can't live without him. It's like, what am I going to do without God? Like, if he ain't there, what am I going to do? Yeah, you get upset. You get frustrated. You do right. all the complaining. You think about leaving them. Then you go, well, where am I going to go? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And through this obedience, I met my husband. And um, he... Uh, he was passing in front of my, my uh, work, um, place, uh, workplace yes. and, uh, and the Lord told him to go. And he's like, why? I was like, no, Lord. I was like, I don't need anything. Just, just go. Yes. I'm telling you to go. So I'm like, okay. So he, he comes and he said, be nice. And it happened to be my turn to serve. And um, I welcomed him and that was it. Wow. That, that was it. It was that simple. Wow. And the scripture that says he <laughs> that finds a wife finds a good, 
I didn't look for him. All the time when you go and look, <laughs> I didn't look for him. Come on, Sarah. He came to me. I want to extend off of that because that's so good. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and finds favor with the Lord. Your husband found you and he found favor with the Lord. Yes. That's so essential because we have, we have some single mothers listening right now. Mm -hmm. And they may be feeling like, Lord, where is my husband? Why is this not happening for me? Mm -hmm. I'm pleasing you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm being obedient. I have faith in you. I'm tired of raising these kids by myself. I'm tired of feeling alone. Yeah. And all of that is totally normal and understandable. We go yes. through things like that. Yes. Yes. And what I hear you saying is you waited on God to move and you mm -hmm. waited on God to to um just bring your husband to you because the bible does says it does say he who finds a wife mm -hmm. finds a good thing and finds favor with the lord so you waited on god you trusted god in mm -hmm. in due season season yes your boaz showed up mm -hmm. and y'all been booed up ever since come on sarah yeah. yes and and the key is um God, at times, our heart's desire as women, we want somebody in our lives. But the question is, are you ready to have someone in your life? That's a whole nother thing. Because what I did not know, there was a lot of things I needed deliverance from. Yeah. Yes, I walked healing. with God and, pardon me? And that healing. Yes, yes. Does your heart need to be, there's some places in us that have got to be healed exactly because people like when two people when you when you're born you have like now it's more a teaching you have all your mother's sins from past generation you carrying it all your father's sins from past generation you carrying in and you're there because our generation of parents especially mine being catholic didn't know anything about what's going on right now basically I had to be set free. Yes. So I could fully be used by God. Yes. And my prayer to God is like, send me to a church. Yes. That's going to help me be free. Mm. And as going to this church, um, and I, I have to honor my pastor, yes. um, Dr. Moses McQuiza, Mama Natalie McQuiza. Um, they are, um, the, the church I go to is All Nation Christian Fellowship. I ask God to continue to bless them because when they came into my life, even though God was working, but the chains that I couldn't see yes. through their covering and, and um, prayers, I was able to be free. Yes. Which opened the doors. Yes. Which opened the doors. And what happens is that we have so much healing to do. Yes. Yes. So much. And we don't recognize it. And a lot of times, like, well, I am the way that I am. And that's the way that, like, you know, if they don't like me the way that I am, well, too bad, so sad. No. <laughs> right. Because what happens when you get involved in a relationship and God blesses you with your husband, all those little attitudes, ripples. oh yeah, ripple. They will show up, oh, and yeah, 
Right. They show up with someone that you're close to. Your children know it. They're probably, oh, that's mom. Yes. <laughs> but the person that you're with is like, no, 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 honey. <laughs> like, uh, what's what's going on with this? This has to change. It's like, what do you mean? Right. No one ever said anything before. Why is that a problem for you now? <laughs> right? So you are, now you're forced to change on another level. Yes. And when your relationship is ordained by God, mm. Even if you would want to walk away, you can't because you know it's ordained by God. So you are forced to work it out. Amen. Come and on, grow up. <laughs> well, amen and amen. And grow. And you and we have to deny our flesh. Yes. Because really that's what it is. Yes. Our flesh wants to do what it wants to do, but the Bible says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yes. Our flesh has to die. Yes. And we have to deny our flesh in yes. order to submit to our husbands and in order for our husbands yes. to love us as they should. Yes. So I want to congratulate you because you yes. found love. Yes. Yes. At the right time. But God, I want everybody to receive what Sarah's saying because God brought it. Yes. God brought it. You did not go searching. I don't, what I want single mothers to receive, and I really want them to receive this. You cannot miss what God has for you unless you're not willing to be obedient and wait for God to move and wait for his timing. Exactly. That's it. Other than that, you cannot miss, you're not going to miss your Mr. Right. You're not going to, it's not that it's not going to happen. God wants to do a work in us first. Yes. yes. So Sarah, what I want you to do is this. Mm -hmm. There is some single mothers out there mm -hmm. and they're exactly where you are. They're battling with suicidal thoughts. They're raising children all by themselves. They're mm -hmm. feeling alone. They're feeling abused and misused. They're feeling oppressed, depressed, mm -hmm. suppressed, mm -hmm. um, and in distress. Mm -hmm. They're feeling all of those things that you felt at the height of when you felt them. Mm -hmm. I want you to give an empowering word to those single mothers out there on why they should have hope, why they should trust God and why they should be encouraged today. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, before I answer that, I, there's one thing that's nodding in my spirit. Okay. When you really, when you are willing to go through the fire and change yourself, Jesus, when your husband comes to you, you don't know in what shape and, and form that he's coming to you. He can be coming to you broken. Mm. So you don't have time to be in your feelings. Why, man? <laughs> if things go bad, right? That's so right. God is, will use you as a vessel yes. to help your husband get to his destiny, the destiny that God has ordained for your family. Amen. So that's very important. That's powerful. And um, <clears throat> I want to say that if you're feeling depressed, suicidal, oppressed, yes, Lord. just know that God Hallelujah. will never abandon you. Hallelujah. He will never leave you alone. He hasn't, he's never, and, and that's faith. 
the reason why I was able to move the way I did is because he showed up every single time. And I knew that he would continue to show up. Yes. If I just waited and be patient. And I wrote a keynote that you don't have to be afraid of your destiny. Amen. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of tomorrow. Amen. You don't have to be afraid. All you have to do is let it go and release it. Hallelujah. Just release it and trust that God is going to fulfill his promise in your life. Amen. Sometimes we want the promise now. Like, I want it now. But guys, like, wait a minute. We got to tweak some some stuff first. Amen. Let's tweak some stuff first. And then, you know, we will move into you. As you grow and you'll see the light of God, you'll see things fall off that you didn't even know existed in you. Yes. Yes. Um, this is not the end of your story. Amen. I know it looks like there's no way out. But God has a way out. Amen. It's not the end of your story. It's just, you're just going through a journey. Amen. It's a journey and you're going to finish till the end. Hallelujah. That's very important to know. Amen. Um, whatever hurt that you feel inside, mm -hmm. this is what we do as women. And, and I'm talking about rape victims, yes. abuse victims. Yes. And I was one of them. Yes. We, are so strong because we're raising kids. And this is what happens when we raise kids. We know we got to work. We don't have time to feel guilty or sympathy for ourselves or empathy. So what we do, we open the closet door, we shove everything in there, we close the door because I can't deal with this right now. Wow. I got to move on. But what happens, eventually this closet door is going to be so full that it's going to end up opening up. Wow. And you're going to have to deal with it. And what you don't want is to deal with it at the wrong time. Amen. So at this moment where you have a little bit of time, even if it's just 10 minutes in the morning before the kids wake up, yes. it's time to heal yourself. Hallelujah. We have to stop blaming people. That's good. Because we are responsible for us. That's good. Yes, it happened. Yes, it hurts. But right now, my journey, my destiny has nothing to do with my mother, my brother, my father, my best friend. None of it has to do with anyone but me. It's That's my good. journey. Hallelujah. That's good. So we have to heal our hearts so we can move on. For parents that have children like me that are in their 20s, and I gained three other girls. Yeah. I got a 24 uh, my, my, my daughter, the 21, six, uh, 17 and 13, 13, 14. So I got more girls. Wow. So what I learned is that, and it's important that you know that, and those are for parents that have children my age, mm -hmm. you got to let go. Amen. It's so hard, but yes. you got to let go. That's There's four phases. The phase of birth, when you first receive your child and you're loving on your child. Yes. And you're raising them. And you can't wait for them to grow up because <laughs> so they can cook their own breakfast. Amen. Right? <laughs> and then <laughs> phase number two is when they go to high school. They're starting to have an identity. Yes. They're starting to want to hang with their friends and talk to their friends a little bit more. 
Phase number three is when they go to university, college. They become super independent and they don't need you as much. What do you do? So before you get to that stage, you should already have a path of like, what do I want to do in my life? Amen. What has God has called me to do? And phase number four, which I'm not there yet, but I got to prepare myself for it, is when she gets married. I can't tell her what to do anymore. Oh, that's right. So all I got to do is counsel her. And through all this process, you have to entrust that everything that God has put inside of you to teach that child, they will not depart from it. Amen. So now God has to do his work. I asked God to help me. Yes. He has, and now he has to take the lead, and I got to sit back. Amen. I'm going to stop you right there. That's powerful stuff. That's so encouraging. And my prayer is that every single mother will receive that word. Amen. Amen. That's powerful. It's rooted in the word. Yes. And whenever it's rooted in the word, it's blessed. It's blessed. Amen. Amen. And so I want to say one thing to extend on that to all single mothers. Your children are not a mistake. No, never. Your children are not a mistake. And you are not and should not feel condemned for how they were conceived or lived in that guilt and that shame of, you know, feeling alone, feeling like they were um, conceived out of wedlock or anything like that. Right. Romans 8, 1 says, there is therefore now no condemnation mm-hmm. for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yes. No matter how they were conceived, no matter how they got here, they are not a mistake. Mm-hmm. They are a beautiful blessing. Your life is not a mistake. And I, I'm encouraged and I'm empowered and I'm believing that every single, single, every single single mother out there is also encouraged and empowered. Now I want to talk to you guys because Sarah, you're going to come back for part two. Yes, I am. Yay. Um, Because I want to talk more about some of the business that you are doing with your husband. Yes, absolutely. We're going to talk about that. Sarah has, and her husband have an incredible business that's going to bless everyone. So I want everybody to return for um, part two. Also, I want to talk to you guys about the raffle. So I have a supporting single mothers raffle event that's going on and I'm raising money for. You can find the links above that are going to lead you to how you can donate. I want everybody to get involved because Mm -hmm. it's so important that we honor the word of God. And this is what the word of God says concerning single mothers. This is James 127 taken out of the New Living Translation. Mm -hmm. It says pure in genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Hallelujah. We want to honor the single mothers out there We want to do according to the word of God. So if you're seeing this, then God has placed this in your divine path so that you can be a blessing. 100% of the proceeds goes directly to the winners of the raffle. They will be announced on Get Spiritually Fit Part 2 with Sarah um, on October 26th. So I want you guys to check out the show for that. Sarah will be back. Sarah, thank you so much. Powerful, anointed, (laughs) beautiful spirit 
Thank you. Um, to God. <laughs> everybody get involved with this raffle and support our single mothers. However, we can get involved to do something positive, to yes. do something that's going to help and encourage and empower someone. Let's just do that because that is exactly what the word says that we should be doing. Amen. Amen. So I invite you all back for uh, Get Spiritually Fit. The second part will be on October 26th. Don't forget to check out the show every Saturday. You guys be blessed. Bye-bye.